1: Oh yeah, everybody's starting to fizz, and you can feel it bubbling. <laughs> Not only is it Friday, but it is Rugby World Cup Eve. That was a Friday fizz. Yeah, it was a Friday fizz, and <laughs> it's. Is- NRL playoff eve well it's not even eve because it's tonight isn't it it's, it's all happening ah. boys it is all happening uh, and of course uh, we've got plenty coming your way over the next three hours we've got our roll call on as well we want to hear from you where are you how are you listening to us what are you doing while you're listening to us because I can tell you that Daniel Macron aka Daniel McCarty <laughs> is uh, is scoffing a croissant somewhere <laughs> at the moment we'll try and get him on surely uh, Tony Marsh is going to be joining him uh, joining us as well this hour, the the Kiwi who played uh, 21 times for France as well. He'll be he'll be quaffing something on the streets of
0: Paris and the Crusaders. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, and the Blues. Yeah, Blues yeah. won a title and then went to Crusaders, won another Only player ever to win two titles back to back with different teams. Oh,
1: there you go. That's a great great stat. How good, eh? Yeah, real good stat. Wikipedia. Wiki- Wiki Daggy. <laughs> uh, we'll head over after seven o'clock uh, to the Shire and catch up with uh, the big dog Daryl Halligan. I know he's uh, he's be, he's going to be out surfing this morning, but he said he'd make time for us uh, to chat the NRL finals as surfing.
2: well. Please, he'd be floating.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sam Burgesson as well
1: to talk uh, some love racing. Skew if indeed. Uh, and then after eight o'clock, Mike Angove out of Sydney, part of the CKB camp to talk UFC. I can't keep up. And then we've got Izzy's World Cup memories. We're going to delve into those, get some insight there. Uh, and Andy Ellis, as well as part of the NZR Plus coverage up in France, uh, former All Black halfback and, and Crusader, uh, <laughs> who uh, never never played for the Blues, so I wouldn't let him in. Uh, and he's going to join us before now. So we've got all of that and more coming your way. So that is the roll call of where, who we're talking to, where they are and what they're doing. Uh, but I, I know, first off, boys, and I know, Ken P, that you want to know as well, Dagger, you talked a lot about Tiaro yesterday. You <laughs> talked a lot about taking lobsters off people. How many lobsters uh, did you get in your wallet?
0: Uh, zero. Yeah, it was an expensive feed after. Um, look, i got a sore back. i got a really, really sore back. And, and it's obviously from carrying clubs. You've got to walk at Tiaro, Right. i got one knee. So that was difficult in itself. But it's also difficult when you've got to carry someone. And my back is so sore from carrying Sean Stevenson. I've never seen a more erratic golfer in my life. Really? Mm. You haven't played with me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After yesterday, I don't know or if Sammy I can play Hill. with Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, We lost. Yeah, we we're a uh, we two down with five to play. We lost four and three. And uh, yeah, it's pretty deflating. But beautiful course. Brendan McCullum. There, there needs to be an investigation. Because he crossed over to the UK with a handicap of 12, and he's down to four. And he shot two over yesterday off the blacks. We played off the blacks. Wow. So, back tees, two over.
1: Does that make... Bears a professional golfer because he's not doing much cricket coaching at the moment, yeah. is he? So, but his candy caps <laughs> come far down. So, England cricket are paying him to play golf.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, play golf, uh, eat out at a little fancy restaurants, uh, and do a bit of coaching in between. And uh, I said, when's your next gig? January. <laughs> so he'll be scratched soon. But uh, mate, great day. Good to catch up with the lads. A great man, Bears, and uh, and enjoyed it. But um, boys, it's here everything's here I don't know where to start I'm my mind's racing Kempy, and we're gonna cross over and have a chat to Dan soon but uh there's a message come through and we're gonna talk about the wires just quickly but uh big news big news and I know it's part of the triple threat and we'll get into it right now but I'll, this is one of the conversations but there's a message come through morning Kempy. You see the news about SJ, I don't know if anyone missed that news. How do you think the halves will line up? Dylan Walker, Tamari Martin, who takes the kicking duties but worried about TM's kicking here is not that flash.
2: Not that flash, and and yeah, we heard about the news. The news actually came out uh, middle of the week that he wasn't training, and then yesterday morning uh, there was speculation which was uh, – Actually confirmed late last night that he won't take any part in the game, um, which I felt really, I th- you know thought about it. Rick, I felt that that was probably an early call, um, but it must be a serious injury. if they want to keep him, and you know they obviously want him for the next one, if they have to play in the next one, is the, and there is a next one because they don't get knocked out. Um, when so you think about the call making of the call, is he? I think it's a really, I think it's a really good idea to call it. Hmm. Because what happens, you know what it's like at the moment. So you're in there at the at the training. You're you're slowly just tightening up the screw and getting that pressure right. For Penrith, the the valve's just been released. So the mm. valve got released yesterday afternoon, and the and it's Sean Johnson's gone. Mm. So you could imagine Penrith over there. I'm going to be working overtime, saying, "Don't listen to that. You've got to keep the keep the pressure yeah. going. You have got to start the game well. You still got to do it." And Webster's coming out and go, Mom, I'm going to I'm going to pull him out right now and just t- release that pressure. And that's a big problem for Penrith. That is,
0: that is great. I mm. love that little little insight there. You did right because a little bit of overconfidence could seek into the, to the Panthers. You know, we're going to destroy this team. They've lost their best player, the best player of the year, and we could walk over this team.
2: And you, and all of a sudden they take it easy. Mm. You know, and then things don't go their way. So the question is now. Where do I go in the halves? Where yeah. do I go to make sure that I can get the job done to keep us in the game? And look, with me and Izzy have spoken it about this morning, Rick. Right, I think Dylan Walker comes off the bench. I think he starts at 5'8". At, um, he's played there. And he's and, and this is the reason why defensively they need really good defenders. The problem with Tomorrow Martin going to 7 is just this kicking game. So his kicking game is a little bit... Um, slap happy, but it'll be, it'd be good enough. It'll be good enough. If he gets enough time, he gets a good go forward to kick the football, I think I think the kicking game is adequate. Mm. But having Tamari Martin's experience and Dylan Walker's experience in the half is critical.
0: I'd rather that. I'd rather Dylan Walker and, and Tomari Martin. I know the kicking's a big problem. Sean Johnson has been putting this team into areas that we haven't been able to put this team in before. Ronald Volkman... Although the future could be bright for him, I just think it's too early for this young kid to throw him right in the limelight and, and into it. I'd rather see a an attacking, defensively heavy-minded Dylan Walker at six to Mighty Martin, who is still coming back from a big injury. You know, our expectations are high. We want him to do well, but the reality is he's still quite fresh after a big layoff. So, um, like, with that, I could sacrifice a little bit of kicking to allow some experience in that attack in mind. So we've got to go over there and attack Kimpy. We and have we, to go over there and, and score points. And we
2: do. And, and the reason why he won't—I don't think—put Ronald Volkman in there at seven is—is is because that right edge of um, Penrith is too lethal. Mm. You know, and when you there's a game this year. Uh, where Ronald and I like the kid, I think he's a great little kid and a great player for the future. But he got exposed defensively. Um, and Nathan Cleary, you don't want to be setting up a, that kid. He will isolate someone and pick on him, and it could actually destroy the confidence not only of that young man, but of the team if they if they're starting around him to try and try and fix up the problems that it would cause. So uh, look for that to happen. I think I think it's a really a no-brainer. I think Dills Walk will come um, comes off the bench, and I think tomorrow Martin goes to seven. Round two. Yeah, we didn't get to play the first one. You guys went,
1: <laughs> went early, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> is Daniel there or not? No, no. We're gonna we're gonna ah, t- t- do this, and then sorry. take a break, and then come back with with ben McCarty because uh, I hear that they they're, they're finishing feeding their faces. So I wasn't too far wrong about him for the Hell of a feed, mate. What that, a with
2: gig those over two? Look, we're no, yeah.
0: we, we just stuck over a beautiful, beautiful studio, I must say. Yeah, but not... wow, it just sounds like so good over there.
2: Is um is the boss offered you breakfast yet? Nah. Oh, so you come up spend a week and the boss doesn't even offer you breakfast? No. That's not all. That's all right, though. What's going on, Ross? I I thought you were the boss, Tony.
0: (laughs) 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 i buy my own breakfast here. (laughs) And yours. Exactly,
1: exactly. All right, here's number two for you. First try scorer at the Rugby World Cup. Who is it?
2: Will Jordan. Yeah. Okay, you go Will Jordan. I'll tell you who I'm going to go. I'm not going to go Will Jordan, actually. Are you not? Tony. No, I'm going to go Damien Pinot. Why? Because he's 11 bucks, that's why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a good player. He's that scores. is the sort of analysis you come here for. He's <laughs> sco- nah, he No, a- he's a great winger. Great winger for France. And he's he's on a bit of a heat at the moment. 11 bucks, that's good. Uh, that is- it, What's Will playing?
2: Uh, uh, what is Will Jordan playing in that game? Let me have a look. I'll have to just go back here. Um... And have a look at the rugby. And this is what's while called you, prep. While you're talking. <laughs> We're not talking, you are. <laughs> 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 hey, just,
0: just on that, so, where you find that, Kempe, Ronald Volkman, he hasn't even been named. They're going to have to go and get an exemption to pay him, wouldn't
1: they? Yeah. So, but, yeah, he's he's I was not, reading on, he's today. Not on the extended bench.
0: No, I was reading today that because of the New South Wales Cup. Yeah, so he's not named and they will have to potentially go get an exemption for it. Would would NRL allow that if potentially he's allowed to come in? Uh,
2: I'd I'd say so. I'd say that the Mm. NRL would would do anything to make sure that um, you've got the best team out there. And of course, if if Webster comes out and says, right, um, we want to make sure that you know, this is the player that comes in and plays with us. they'll just sign it they'll just sign it off. Um and, and he comes and plays. The problem that you have got though, like I said, you know, do you really want him to play? Do you really want Ronald Volkman to play? Because I don't I don't think it's just him that is the is the question here. It's like his future. Mm-hmm. Like you could absolutely destroy this kid in this um this game. And also you're taking I reckon if you do play him, Izzy, I reckon the players around him They've already got a big enough job to do. If you start to worry about looking after Ronald Volkman as well, you're taking that focus away from all the others. So I'm just having a look at here at uh, the, the first try score. Will Jordan, nine bucks. Nice. Nine bucks. Good
1: nine night. bucks.
2: All right, there we go. Um,
1: number. Three. three. There you go. Yeah, it's like, it's running so smooth this morning. Um, <laughs> i will still Kempi's job looking at the try score. I couldn't see it either. Uh, Tarzino, Tarzino Cup race nine out of Hastings on Saturday. Who you got in the Tarzino, Kempi? Well,
2: it a stacked a, field. It is. It's a. I think it's a good field, and uh, I think it was a no-brainer if this horse had actually drawn well, but um, drawn fourteen of fourteen like Creek. I think. I think if Grillsy can get her to the front. Um, right from the start, that you know, if you have a look at the last trial, man, it was it was impressive. Uh, I think Lark Creek, and given that the, that it has won down there before, I think against some last year, is the is the horse to beat. Belclare flew home uh, up here in Tarapa for fourth. Uh, you've obviously got Legado Pierre, just the, the normal um, Dragon Leap in the in the race as well. Uh, sorry, no Legado. I'm talking Dragon Leap. And Pierre, um, but for me, I'm going to go with La Creek. I think La Creek from 14 can still do it. Mm. All
0: right. What about what about you, Is? I'm going to go. So you said I had a great day on the course mm. with with bears and he loves his horses. He's all about it. He had a nice little look while we we're eating our stuff in our faces after the well, you after were, you were paying for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone to the horse that is drawn number five, ridden by Ryan Elliott, trained by. Uh, K&B Calso and it's fresh up two starts two wins on a good track four and three two and two off a soft heavy loves all conditions Legato yep. Legato and $3.60 I, I think um, yeah Legato great horse be too good and it will get the job done I
2: hope so. on skew with too but skew with I think it, it's not going to enjoy the, next, the, the the 200 like that like Skiwiff and Legato have drawn four and five. Mm. They, everyone's picking those two to have a have a good run. Um yeah, Logato's the one to beat. Defi- definitely in that uh in that draw at three sixty and a dollar sixty five, but I think if there's a horse that can beat it, it's like, Creek. Mm. All right, boys, there we go. That
1: is our triple threat. Uh, keep texting us the roll call as well. Where are you listening? Uh, what are you doing? And how are you listening to us? Maybe give us your tips uh, for the weekend as well. Double eight, double three. We've already had a couple. Uh, we'll get to those shortly. But we've got to do Who Am I? Because we've got a $100 Adidas Golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash golf. T's and C's apply. Here is clue number one. I played my first U.S. Open as an amateur in 2012. Got it. Got it. Played my first U.S. Open as an amateur in 2012. Okay, that is your first clue. Double eight, double three. Let us know. We will come back shortly with uh, Daniel Macron out of France, uh, post uh, croissant stuffing, and uh, we'll uh, get a baguette. I reckon. You reckon a baguette?
0: Chris, croissants, breakfast, more breakfast. Ah, oh,
1: uh, yeah. And I'm uh, knowing Daniel, he'll be looking. He, he basically is going to have a baguette, mm. but it'll be like a hot American hot dog. It'll have a sausage down the middle. That'll be that'll be um, with some French mustard. What about Logan? Oh, would well, you? Yeah, I mean, he's so an long. enabler. He's an enabler. <laughs> so they, yeah, uh, they're <laughs> as bad as each hey other. Those it. two. A
2: baguette and a croissant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to Izzy and Campy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.